1: are indications that ransomware attacks have slowed down, and many speculate that Russia's war on Ukraine is a likely cause of that slowdown. Some say this lull provides organizations an opportunity to catch up and shore up their defenses. Nick Schneider is president and CEO of Arctic Wolf, and he believes businesses and organizations should be using this time to prepare for the next wave of attacks.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's continuing to be more and more ransomware, you know, within the marketplace. I think certainly we've seen a little bit of a slowdown in the number of attacks. And I think that can be attributed to a number of different things with likely the largest cause being uh, the Russia-Ukraine conflict. But but I don't think, you know, ransomware as a, you know, threat actors, you know, at least top few choices is going anywhere any, anytime soon. So uh, it's something that, Organizations are going to have to pay attention to, you know, protect against, and 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 have, you know, plans of actions and, and budgets for, you know, uh, I believe likely for, for for the rest of time here, uh, unfortunately.
1: What are some of the things that you've been tracking in terms of how the ransomware
0: operators have adjusted, how they've evolved? I think that they've. Gotten a lot more sophisticated, um, both in the manner in which they attack, but also in in their operations themselves. You know, so by doing so, they've been able to get deeper and, and wider within organizations over an extended period of time. And by doing that, they're able to do a lot more damage or, or get their hands on a lot more, you know, company information. And as a result, you know, they're they're able to or 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 decide to act uh, in a way that allows them, you know, to ask for, you know, for more ransom uh, or or more, you know, funds uh, to, you know, get the company out of a position that they don't want to be in, uh, and and they've done that both through, you know, kind of the capturing and 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 locking of of certain data or devices, but but also through, you know, I think more recently uh, some extortion tactics, you know, so you know, they're, they're real businesses now, <laughs> you know, so whereas it, it might've been a little bit more grassroots and, in, in, you know, years past, uh, you know, some of these organizations have, you know, HR teams and, and, you know, picnics and, you know, mm-hmm. you know things that you'd expect from, you know, a, a, a traditional organization. And, and as a result, they're, they're a lot more sophisticated in the way in which they approach, you know, kind of their business and their tactics.
1: Given where we stand today, what is your advice for organizations who are looking to dial in the amount of resources they uh, apply to helping prevent ransomware?
0: Yeah, I think we have an interesting time right now in that the number of attacks has uh, subsided uh, slightly. So there's been a little bit of a reprieve for organizations. And I think what I've found or, or what I've heard as I'm talking to, you know, folks in the market is that people take that either as an opportunity to kind of shore up their defenses or, um, in my opinion, the wrong decision would be, you know, to take a slight lull as an opportunity to, you know, move or allocate budget or priority elsewhere. You know, I, I, I believe um, that any lull that we've seen in ransomware, you know, relatively recently will come back and it will likely come back Um, you know, and then some, meaning it will come back in in a more, you know, meaningful way um, than than we even saw, you know, prior to a slight slowdown. And those organizations that um, use a, a little bit of slowdown and attacks to really firm up their security posture will be the organizations that are in a really good position. And those that have, you know, kind of neglected it you know, over that period of time, you know, I, I believe will wish they hadn't. And, and, you know, what to do or the advice would, would be to make sure that it's a topic of communication with the executive staff, make sure that it's a topic of, of uh, discussion with, you know, with the board, and make sure that you're investing in, you know, your security posture in a material way, so that you can ensure that you're protected, you know, over time. And I think, as as companies do that, they'll find that, the best way for them to be protected is to, is to, you know, build a solution or build an ecosystem within their own environment that allows them to, you know, deliver multiple outcomes to the business. So, so how do you detect and respond? How do you, you know, make yourself aware, uh, you know, aware of any potential vulnerabilities? How do you educate, you know, your employee base? Um, How do you set up uh, education around, you know, fishing and, and, you know, social attacks and then, and then do you have a plan, uh, if something does go wrong? So do you have, you know, an incident response, you know, team or a retainer and, and tying that all together is, is going to be what's important for organizations. And unfortunately, that's, that's a tall order for a lot of organizations. So, you know, that, that's kind of how we specialize is we, we like to view ourselves as a security operations cloud that can provide multiple outcomes to a customer. But whether it's Arctic Wolf or, or not having a comprehensive plan and, and leveraging what is a little bit of a lull in, in activity, uh, I, I think will be really important for, for, for businesses.
1: Can you speak to the, the, the difference between uh, engaging with an outside company such as your own, but, but, or versus uh, handling this sort of thing internally, or are there, I can imagine there are pluses and minuses to either approach.
0: Security is complex. Um, so, uh, you need to have uh, the ability to understand uh, your security posture against all your attack surfaces within your employee base. You need to do that in a way that allows you to detect and respond, that allows you to identify vulnerabilities, that allows you to educate your, your, your employee base, that allows you to have incident response capabilities. And for most organizations, being able to you know, have a full security operation is really difficult uh, technically. And that's not to even consider uh, the difficulty of getting the right, you know, talent and skill sets in house to be able to deliver uh, against the technology that organizations might have in place. You know, there there are far more cybersecurity jobs than there are than there is cybersecurity talent. So, uh, depending on the organization, you know, you might be able to consider a portion of, or in, in really large organizations, the entirety of your security operation being built in house. But for for most organizations, leveraging, you know, a a company that, you know, has built their entire business off of cybersecurity is probably a route that will provide, you know, better outcomes and and likely uh, at less expense and and almost certainly make you redundant uh, to, you know, individuals if you were doing it yourself. Uh, within a team, you know, leaving or or you know taking a new role, which in cybersecurity, you know, means you've gone from protected to unprotected overnight, right? And, and I think third parties uh, can allow folks to kind of minimize that risk.
1: You know, it, it seems as though the rise of cryptocurrency and the rise of ransomware kind of went hand in hand. That uh, you know, crypto was an enabler for some of these ransomware actors. We've seen signs that perhaps uh, crypto will be regulated or or clamped down on. Do you think that might move the needle?
0: yeah, I, I think there's two conversations on this. One is the price of you know the 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 price uh, or the value of of cryptocurrency. I don't think that that will have an impact they'll They'll just adjust their their requests based on you know whatever currency that they're you know benchmarking the crypto against. Um, the regulations, I, I think, could have a short-term impact. I, I don't believe it would be a, a medium or long-term impact. Uh, again, these organizations are now running uh, significant businesses. To believe that they will just fold up shop uh, with some adversity in, in the crypto markets, I, I think is uh, a naive belief. So, I, you know, yeah, I do think that those things will likely help in the short run, but I, but I believe uh, in the long run or even in the medium run, the bad actors will find a way to to continue to uh, capitalize on, on uh, you know vulnerabilities within a, uh, an organization's you know cybersecurity posture.
1: That's Nick Schneider, president and CEO of Arctic Wolf.